Welcome back. On this episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares about what is the house on the rock. Listen and be blessed. Glory before you are raised to 
a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. For yours is the kingdom and yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. worthy to be worshipped worthy to be magnified worthy to be glorified worthy to be lifted up King of Kings Lord of Lords the Alpha, the Omega the beginning, the end, the first and the last the Lion of Judah the Lily of the Valley the bright and morning star the Rose of Sharon the Balm of Gilead the one who was and is and is to come Saviour of the world 
our healer, our deliverer, our miracle worker, the one who transforms our life. We worship you, Jesus. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Worthy is the Lord. Magnify your name. Hallelujah, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, we exalt your mighty name tonight. Exalt your mighty name tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, you're worthy, 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 worthy. Jesus, you're worthy, worthy, worthy. Mighty God, you're worthy. Hallelujah, Father. We ask tonight, O oh God, that you'd help us to understand the time and the season that we are living in. Help us to know, Lord, where we are today. Help us to have an understanding of where we are today, God. Father, I pray even tonight, O oh God, our hearts are lifted up. I just want you to join with me tonight as we lift up Ukraine before God's throne. God said in his word in the book of Psalms, he said, ask of me and I will give you nations as an inheritance, the ends of the earth as a possession. This evening, let's just for one moment as the body of Christ, lift our hearts and lift our voices, stand in the gap for Ukraine, for the people of Ukraine, for every man and woman in Ukraine, every child in Ukraine. Father, we, we lift up our voices to you, God. Father, we lift up our voices to you. Lord, we intercede, stand on behalf of the nation of Ukraine, O oh God. Father, Ukraine is God's nation. Ukraine is God's nation. Every nation in the world belongs to you, God. The earth is the Lord's and its fullness thereof, your word says. This earth belongs to you, God. You're the creator of this earth. Father, you have defined Ukraine. Father, you know everything that's going on right now in the situation of war. Father, I pray for every person in Ukraine. Especially pray for God's protection. Pray for the peace of Ukraine, O oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, pray that you'd bring a solution, God. Father, I pray that you'd bring a solution over Ukraine. We remember our dear pastors, their wives and their families and their congregations, God. Father, we remember every one of them, God. Every one of them. We lift them before your throne of grace. Not only the ones that we know, not only the places we have visited and ministered, but Lord, we, we pray for the entire nation of Ukraine, God. Pray for God's protection, oh God. Pray for God's protection. Oh Lord, make a way where there seems to be no way. Make a way, God. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for every church in Ukraine, every ministry represented in Ukraine, for every man and woman and child in Ukraine, oh God. Pray that, Lord, your precious hand will come, oh God. Lord, we pray that the devourer will not devour 
Father, we pray that your hand will stand up over the nation of Ukraine. Pray for your protection, O oh God. Pray for your protection, O oh God. Mighty name of Jesus. We pray for those who are wounded, those who are in fear, those who are in anxiety. Oh Father, we pray for the humanitarian crisis right now in the nation of Ukraine. God, your mercy will come, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reach out, Lord, to the nation of Ukraine. Reach out. Reach out. Reach out. Lord, reach out to the nation of Ukraine. The mighty name of Jesus. Mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. You're the God of peace. You give peace where there is no peace. Oh, Father God. Father God. We ask your protection. Oh, Make a way. Lord, make a way, make a way, make a way, make a way. Father, make a way, make a way for God's people. Make a way for every person. Let not Satan snatch people out of the hand of God. Let not Satan snatch people out of the world into utter darkness. Pray for the salvation of Ukraine. Pray for the salvation of Ukraine. Jesus, you died on the cross for Ukraine. You shed your precious blood for Ukraine. Have mercy, God. Have mercy, have mercy. Father, we pray for those who need help, those who are struggling. Many poor people in many small towns have many difficulties, oh God. Have no money, have no, have many challenges, God. Have many, many challenges. Pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would raise support for them. Jesus name we pray for all our loved ones people with whom we are associated with in the ministry so many pastors so many churches that we have been Lord in Jesus name today pray that your hand will come upon this nation God upon these churches and upon these pastors give them wisdom to take the right decisions give them wisdom Lord to handle their, their, their congregation. Give them wisdom to, to do the right thing, God. To make the right decisions. We pray for direction. Pray for wisdom. Pray for protection. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. We live in challenging times. Uh, but the Lord is on the throne one thing that all of us need to understand as God's children is in the midst of everything the Lord is on the throne um, the Bible says like this in Psalms chapter 2 you know there are many challenges we walk through today but in the midst of all of these challenges the Bible says like this in Psalms 2 and verse 1, why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth 
set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cards from us. In verse 4, the Bible says, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. You know, we live in a time where the world is, uh, you know, there are many things that are chaotic around us. But in the midst of all of that, we must understand, He who sits on the throne, Amen. The God we worship sits on the throne. And we who are anointed, you know, we can walk through many challenges. But in the midst of all these challenges, it's very important for us to know that our God is in full control. Um, like Christopher said, we had a wonderful time in India. Um, it was such a joy to meet uh, Many people, many pastors, and uh, you know, a wonderful time that we had serving God and and uh, doing different things, and uh, we thank God for it. Uh, you know, I was just uh, yesterday sitting and reading this portion of scripture that many of us know. Um, Bible says in Matthew chapter seven. Let me read it to you, Matthew chapter seven, from verse twenty-four. Therefore, whoever hears. Um, uh, these sayings of mine and does them. Okay, Jesus is talking about the Sermon on the Mount and, uh, you know, it talks about, uh, he talks about many different things. Chapter 5, 6, and 7 are very powerful uh, scriptures. It's, it's very important for us to understand that uh, Jesus not only preached, Jesus not only uh, performed miracles, he not only fed the poor, uh, not only did he reach to the people, but Jesus taught the scriptures. Something very important to understand is the scriptures teach us a way of living. And Jesus taught us a way of living. Uh, interestingly, at the, at the end of his, almost at the end of his sermon, uh, of his teaching, uh, in, from verse 17, he says, even so, every tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears uh, bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. So one of the important things about our life, uh, you know, God speaking about false prophets and, uh, you know, um, who come in sheep's clothing, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of talking about deception, um, you know, he said, every tree is known by its fruits. It's very important uh, today that, you know, um, we watch what comes out of our life. Um, uh, you know, we live in a world where uh, there's a lot of talk and a lot of, less of action, you know. Today we live in a world of more words uh, than more uh, actions. It's very important that uh, we don't get caught up with the words of people but we uh, stay, uh, you know, uh, we are focused on a lifestyle. This Sunday I was uh, in a church preaching, and one of the things that God put in my heart was, uh, you know, I, I was uh, with a pastor who, uh, who established over 400 churches, and an and, and older uh, man in the ministry, a, a stalwart in the ministry, and, 
you know, standing next to him, I, uh, I was so encouraged. He asked me to speak in his church. I was so encouraged to, to see uh, how God picks simple people and uh, helps them to do great exploits. You know, the Bible says in the book of Daniel, those who know their God shall be strong and shall do great exploits. Uh, you know, if you want to do great exploits for God, you must find yourself among people who do great exploits for God. It's very important where and with whom you identify yourself. If you want to be an achiever, you must be among people who achieve. If you want to be fruitful, you must be among people who are fruitful. Uh, if you want to do great things for God, you must be with people who do great things for God, you know? It's very important where you keep yourself. And we live in a time where, you know, there's a lot of things that are, are, are coming in the world, a lot of uh, strange doctrines, strange, uh, you know, thoughts. The church today, today is so divided with, uh, you know, many issues of the world. It's, very, it's a very uh, confusing time because, uh, strangely, the spirit of the world uh, you know, which is causing division in the world outside, is the same spirit to attack the church. You know, today, with the pandemic, you know, some people are for the vaccine, some are against the vaccine, and some uh, have all kinds of, you know, thoughts, and, and, and it's, it's in the world. And it's breaking families, it's, it's dividing families, it's dividing friends, it's dividing uh, communities, it's dividing all kinds of things. But very strangely, if you watch, it's even coming into the, into the church and trying to divide churches. And one of the important things as men and women of God is we need to understand that we are people who walk in the spirit. We're not living in the flesh. We don't you know, our life is beyond. We can have different opinions, but our life is beyond those opinions. Our life is about the word of God. Our life is about the kingdom of God. Our life is about walking under the anointing of God. Our life is about doing the will of God. You know, sometimes we mix so much with the ways and the thoughts of the world that those thoughts take a deep root in us and sometimes we don't even realize whether it's those thoughts that drive us or it is the Spirit of God who drives us, okay? And uh, interestingly, uh, you know, Jesus went on to say in Matthew 7, you know, he said, uh, you know, um, uh, from verse 21, he said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So he's talking also about another time. He's telling what I am looking for is not a people who call me Lord, Lord, but a people who will do the will of God. Come on, are you with me? I want you to capture it so powerfully today. We'll live in the last of the last days. And what is very important in the last of the last days is... It's, it's not about just saying, Lord, 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 all the time. It's about doing the will of our Heavenly Father. First of all, if you want to do the will of the Heavenly Father, you need to know what is God's will. Strategies are good. Thoughts are good. Ideas are good. Uh, you know, many things seem, can seem good to us, but whether it is of God, is the most important thing. 
There are many things even in the ministry that we can do today. There are many, many strategies we can, we can uh, capture to do things in a better way. But it's very important to understand, is it approved by God? Is my decision approved by God? Is the decision I'm taking approved by God? Is the direction I'm walking approved by God? Is God okay with what he wants me to do? That's the most fundamental thing. Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. For they will say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. It's very strange. You, you're seeing a people who are caught up with miracles, caught up with signs and wonders, caught up with things, and believe that what they're doing is of God. And God says, I don't know you at all. Can you imagine? God says, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. What is he saying? He says, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. There is a way. There is a way of walking with God. As we come to the last of the last days, it's very important that we come to that way of walking after the Spirit of God, knowing the Spirit of God, living under the anointing of God, allowing God to approve John 12, 26, Jesus said, where I am, my servant will be. It's very important that we are where our heavenly father is. We are able to see today why we need to draw closer and closer to God, why we need to wait on him, why we need to walk with him, why we need to sit with him is because without him, we will not even know whether what we are doing is right or wrong. Interestingly, right after that, he talks about the building uh, built on the rock and the building built on the sand. Therefore, it's beautiful. Just think of this. He says, therefore, because of a time that will come where I will say, you who practice lawlessness, I do not know you. God is, God is you know, the, Jesus is speaking a warning. Warning to people not to just get carried away by just saying, Lord, 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 and speaking a lot of things, but doing the will of God, doing the, the perfect plan of God. Am I in the will of God? Am I walking in the will of God? Am I, what, what, what I'm doing, is it approved by God? It's so important in the last days. And then Jesus says, therefore, because of this, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to be a wise man who will build his house on the rock. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on the house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was its fall. Okay, great was its fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching for he taught as one having authority and not as the scribes. Interestingly, 
Jesus said, because of all of this, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. So discipline, disciplined to obey God is vital as we come to the last of the last days. There's four things that I see here in verse 25. He says, and the rain descended and the floods came, the winds blew and beat on the house. You find four interesting things that God speaks that a house will experience in the last days. God is speaking about how God's children will experience four different things. Number one, the Bible says, and the rain, verse 25, the rain descended. The rain descended. It's talking about rain falling over the house. You know, it's one of the things we need to understand is there are things coming over your life and my life. Are you there today? I want you to capture this. There are things that will come over your house and my house. Interestingly, if rain comes over you, the first place it hits is your head. When something comes and falls upon you, the first place it touches is your head. Jesus warned. He said one of the first things that will happen to your life is it will affect your mind. It will affect your thoughts. Today there are many things around us that come upon us. The enemy wants to come upon us. Jesus said in Genesis chapter 4 and in verse 7, he said to, to Cain, he said, if you had done well, would you not have been accepted? But he said, sin is at the door. It's desirous for you. But you should take authority over it. Sin, you know, he said, it's at the door. It's sitting at the door. And he said, the desire of sin is to jump over you. It's to captivate you. It's to hold you. It wants you. Sin wants you and me. Let me tell you today, the devil wants to put things over our mind. He wants to things put, put things over our house, over our family, over the things that we have. He wants to come upon us. Jesus said, the rain will come. First thing he said, the rain will come. Second thing he said, the floods came. What is the floods? Water rises up around you to the point it wants to sink the house. Things will rise up around you. We live in a world where all kinds of things are coming around us. All kinds of things. New, new things are coming up everywhere. There are things that are sprouting around us all the time. Are you with me? The floods will come. Why do the floods come? Because they want to get into the house. They want to destroy the house. The flood is everywhere outside and it wants to get into your house. I want to tell you something. The demonic, the spirit of the world, the things of the world, there, there are so many evil things around us and they are rising up. They are arising. And what will they do? They will come into your house. They want to come into your house. Come into your house. Come into your house. Then he says, 
the winds blew all kinds of winds will blow over your life it's coming winds of doctrine winds of thoughts winds of ideas winds of knowledge winds of uh, of the ways of the world they will come and the the bible says the winds will blow over the house jesus is basically talking about the house he's talking about what a house will experience he's talking about what will happen to a house in the last days come on are you with me if you're a child of god if you are a man and a woman of god you need to know that the only thing the fourth thing he says is it will beat the house can you just look at it look at the words god uses look at the the way by which he speaks look at the look see one thing about jesus he said i do what i see the father do i speak what i hear the father speak he speaks by revelation the words i speak to you are spirit and life he said what is he speaking he is speaking spiritual things and he is speaking life this word in matthew is spirit and life from his spirit deep into your spirit how you with me you need to capture what he's revealing to you today in your spirit man what is it he's saying something is going to beat you something is coming that will beat you that will impact your life so this is the secret where are we today we are in a place where something is trying to come over your head something is arising around you that wants to flood in that wants to come in it wants to seep through your window it wants to come through your door it wants to come through the cracks and wants to get in wants to get into your life the winds will blow he says winds are blowing winds are blowing you can feel it you can feel the challenges of the world around you and then finally he says that wind will beat the house the winds will beat the house and jesus said and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock it did not fall but it was founded on the rock what is important is on where we stand today if you and i are not standing on the rock if you and i are not on the rock on the rock of jesus it will be a big challenge it will be a big challenge deuteronomy turn with me to deuteronomy chapter 32 deuteronomy chapter 32 and let me read to you from verse 28 one of the things that happened to the children of israel were you know they they lost their privileges with god because they could not see through look at this for they are a nation this is god speaking about the children of israel for they are a nation void of un, of counsel nor is there any understanding in them god is saying these people 
this nation is empty of counsel. They're not able to hear what I'm trying to talk to them. Let me tell you something, two years under the pandemic, you know, God has been trying to say something to us. And we are sometimes as God's children, we are still living in 2019, where, where it all stopped. And we're trying to continue where we left. Today, many, many people, many ministries, many men and women of God want to start, want to continue from the beginning of 2019 where they left. Let me tell you, my friend, it's not 2019, it's 2022. We are in a new season. When Noah, when God put Noah in the ark, God put Noah because he had a new plan. He had a new time for the world. He had something new to do. He wanted Noah to start with something new. But what happened when, the, when God put Noah in the ark and the world was wiped out and when Noah came out of the ark 40 days later, one of the first things that happened, Noah gave a sacrifice to the Lord and the same mess that was in the world out of which God took Noah was the same mess that happened in his own life. You see that? You see that? Something the Lord showed, spoke to me a few days ago. He said, son, if you're not careful, you'd go back. I want to do something new, but you want to continue from where? Things I wanted to change things I want to bring into your life, things I want to do, new season, a new time, I want something else for the church. If you're not careful, you will be exactly in the same place you were two years ago. Are you with me? Are you with me? It's a mess. His daughters came and lay with him and it was a mess. That was the mess that was in the world which God was upset about and put Noah into the ark. Look at what God says here, 28. For they are a nation void of counsel, nor is there any understanding in them. Verse 29, oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. Oh, that they would consider their latter end. Their latter end. Consider their latter end. Ezekiel 13 and verse 5. God says, you have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall for the house of Israel to stand in battle on the day of the Lord. To stand in battle on the day of the Lord. You have not gone into the gaps. Why have you not gone into the gaps? You know a day is coming. You know a day is coming. What are you doing with the gaps in the wall? In verse 31 of Deuteronomy, 
32, God says, 30 and 31, he says, how could one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight unless their rock has sold them and the Lord had surrendered them? For their rock is not like our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. For their wine is as the wine of Sodom and of the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of serpents and the cruel venom of cobras. Their wine is poison of serpents and the cruel venom of cobras. God is simply saying to the children of Israel, that rock that they think they're standing on is not the real rock. It's interesting, if you read it, you will find there's a small rock and a big rock. And God says, this small rock is not the big rock. It's not the rock. It's not God. It's not God. And what were they doing? They were drinking the poison, the venom of serpents. I wrote in my Bible, what am I drinking today? What is going into my life today? What do I allow myself to be exposed today? What am I allowing myself to be exposed with today? What kind of input am I giving my ears? What kind of input am I giving my mind and my heart. I want to encourage you, my dear brother and sister. God said, the rain will come. Things will come upon your life. God said, the floods will come. What is raising around in the world today will try to creep, will try to come. Same level, same level, floods. Same level, floods is about same level. The level outside the house, you know, if there is a gap, that water will find its same level inside the house. Today, the world and the church, that's what the enemy wants, same level. Think like the same way, do like the same way. Agree to things the same way. Just, just say everything is okay, like the world does. Same level, floods. Wind, wind. God said the winds will come and it will blow. He said it will blow over you. It will beat you, he said. What a word to use. He just didn't say the winds will blow. He said it will beat the house. It's coming over your house. It's coming over the doctrines that you stand on. It's coming over your faith. It's coming over your hope. It's coming over everything in your life that you have stood for, believed. That's why Paul writes in 2 Timothy, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept, kept. I want to ask you, my friend, are you keeping what God has given you? What God has given you, is it, are you holding tight to it? Holding tight to it. The amazing thing is, Jesus said, it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. 
it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. Would you for one moment close your eyes and say to God today, God, may your words become my words. May your promises be promises that I will dwell upon. May the prompting of your Holy Spirit be the precious gift that I will cherish in my life, hold on to what the Spirit of God would speak to me, God. I do not want to be void of understanding. I don't want to be void of counsel. I don't want to run here and there, God. I want to sit with you. Help me to understand what 2022 is all about. Help me to understand where I am with you today. I commit my life to you, God. You said, my dear brother and sister, I commit my life, I commit my life, I commit my life to obedience. Commit my life to follow the commandments of God. Help me to read through, Lord, Matthew 5, 6, and 7 again and again and again and again and again and again until it does something deep inside of me. Lord, I'm in 2022. This is another time. Help me to understand this time and walk with you. Tonight, for those who need a miracle, who need a breakthrough, who need healing, who need deliverance, Lord, who need to come out of their sickness, out of their sickbed, the mighty name of Jesus. Speak healing, Lord. Father, it's not about how we became sick. It's about who our healer is. It's not about the sickness. It's about the Savior. Tonight, Lord, teach us, teach us, teach us, teach us, teach us. It's not about our situation. It's about who you are. Sometimes we are so concerned about our past when all you have to offer is our future. Our past cannot be undone. Our past cannot change. Nothing can happen with our past, but something good can happen with our future because you stand in our future. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus tonight, I pray those who need help, those who need a miracle, those who need creative miracles, those who need, Lord, the hand of God over their lives, breakthroughs, will receive that breakthrough in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask, oh God, you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, what is coming over us, what is coming around us, what is blowing over us, what is beating us. Lord, help us to keep ourselves in the will of God. Help us to keep ourselves on the rock. Your will is being on the rock. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Pray for all my dear brothers and sisters. Your precious hand of blessing will rest upon them. That you will continue to lead them guide them, walk with them, help them. Help them to walk in divine appointments, divine moments, divine miracles. One more time before we finish tonight, Lord, we lift up Ukraine before your throne of grace. 
And we pray, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, that, Lord, peace will come. Your protection will come. Healing will come. Deliverance will come. Pray for those who are in fear. Lord, those who are struggling, those who are, Lord, in anxiety. Lord, those who are, are, Lord, hopeless. We pray for hope in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray for humanitarian support. We pray for financial support, economic support for the poor people of Ukraine who are struggling in this time of war. Pray a hand will come upon Russia and Ukraine and you'll bring a change. For we ask in Jesus' mighty name. All God's people said, Amen. Thank you. Uh, it's such a joy to be with you and uh, looking forward to seeing you again next week. God be with you. Stay blessed. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.